Action. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Your Average Critics, joined currently by Ollie and Chris, and then uh, Obi will be nice. popping along shortly. Yeah, um, we're all hanging. So. <laughs> yeah, so yesterday we went out and celebrated Chris's birthday, so happy birthday Chris. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, 24. 24. Does it hurt when you sit down? You're like, yeah. ah! Like, like when you get back. up, you're just like... Oh. <laughs> Like majority, majority of the group of 24 now of this uh, Ooh, podcast. Yeah. You all kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's just you. Just and me. then... Uh, what about Joe? We... When's his birthday? Who? Uh, June, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> July, maybe. MIA, isn't it? MIA. Yep, Joe is MIA. Um, yeah, I need to pop off, so uh, I'll be doing a bit, then Obi comes. But uh, I'll talk about the stuff that I watched and you haven't. So I went to see uh, Jigsaw, Ooh. the 8th instalment in the Saw franchise. Um, oh, we didn't do like a, a weekly catch-up. Well, I'll do a weekly catch-up then. That's like... Uh, is, is there any, is there any <laughs> film news? You're, you're, you're there falling any, asleep. Is there, any, <laughs> is there any film news? We, I swear um, we always used to well, the news. Kevin Spacey is pretty much... Yes. Well, <laughs> well, he's been accused of several counts of sexual assault. Yeah, I think Obi wants to talk about that as well. Okay. So we'll wait until Obi gets here. Okay. But yes, there have been some... All kicking off allegations about a lot of people within Hollywood, um, and we will discuss that later. Um, well, we've got Justice League and Punisher coming out in two weeks' time, yeah, just under two weeks. Um, what are you gonna see first? That's the question. Um, well, I know what you two are gonna see first, Punisher. No, because Punisher's a series, and it'll take me a while to watch that. I'll probably just watch Justice League, slate it, and then I can move on. Yeah, true, fair play. Uh, Good lad. Good lad. Uh, I had a few bits, but I cannot remember what's on my head right now. Come back to it then. Yeah. Go on then, how was Jigsaw, mate? So it's the eighth film in the Saw franchise following Jigsaw and his killers and his followers. Um, So... Don't know if you lot have seen any of the Saw franchise. Well, yeah, I thought that he, I heard that he died, but yeah. obviously it's like a copycat or whatever. Someone's like well, taking yeah. a l- so, lead for it, yeah. so they could just do this forever. They're like, oh my god, it's it's him again. It's just like a recording yeah. of a yeah. blue game. Yeah, so it's um, so spoilers for the Saw franchise, but Jigsaw dies in the third one, but then <laughs> like he's Is most. Isn't he in the fourth one though? He's in all of them. He's in all of them. Yeah, all eight. What, but they just kind of flash back um, oh, good, yeah. to when he's mentoring people and basically he, he creates these mentors who kind of continue his legacy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, a lot of the time, like, the the things aren't actually happening at that moment in time, no. are they? So they're like, what is it, the second or the third one when it's the detective the second, looking yeah. at the house and it's like that had happened way before. Exactly. And then it even goes back to the first one as well because he goes back to the room. Right, yeah. Even the seventh one links into the first one. No way. Because oh, it's uh, not going to be like Final Destination. So is the it? guy have who seen, Final have you seen the yeah. last Final Destination? How it loops to the first one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so the guy who saws his foot off, Doctor Gordon. Oh yeah, he's um, the guy at the end of the um, seventh one, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. he's the one behind the seventh traps. Oh my Basically, goodness. you see that because you don't see him after he gets out of the room when he's crawling, but he cauterizes his wound I think that's the right word cauterizes his wound and then basically becomes one of Jigsaw's men, uh, mentees uh, I don't know <laughs> absolutely not it's like the, it's like the timeline of this franchise is buggered it's like Stockholm Syndrome isn't it you don't hear about it though do you it's the it's 
the new Stockholm Syndrome. But, but it's the thing is, I don't get... Do you, do you think they planned for him to always escape and become something later on in the franchise? Or do you think... No, I think they just retconned it. Retconned it. Oh, no. <laughs> but so this... So Jigsaw is the eighth one. It takes place uh, that ten years after um, Jigsaw's died. I mean, it's five or so years since the last film anyway. So it follows this, obviously, a detective who uh, is investigating kind of copycat murders. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. The trailer, yeah, where they're like, they're in a room. They've got like... And they- Rope chains, around their neck, yeah, chain around their neck. And they're going into they... a wall Was it really full stupid, this one? Because I heard that the, the traps were a bit too... too crazy for people's likings. They're not... They weren't crazy. Um, I they, think like, they were well they were, sophisticated, like, too sophisticated. Well, it, yeah. so I've seen yeah, some criticism levelled against this film because the traps, are, they don't feel quite as, like, grounded and as um, kind of raw as the last like, like messy. as the previous seven like it seems like w- way too manufactured yeah, yeah. so like I re-watched a really clean wall <laughs> I rewatched the first Saw yesterday dirty I rewatched the first Saw yesterday and you can sort of you know you can feel how like metallic and kind of not natural but uh, like gr- gritty it is yeah. whereas this one's a little bit too polished maybe but um, yeah so the copycat killer uh they're not really killings, are they? But games. Um, well, they kills, doesn't they? Well, he gets people to kill themselves, basically. So he's, that's the point: is, is that he's not an actual serial killer. He just. Surely you get done for murder, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I thought though, actually, in one of them, where there's like the pendulum, they're like, "Oh my god, this isn't Jigsaw," because they because he they didn't design it as yeah. like an an escape. It's yeah. literally just like. Oh. But uh, uh, so yeah, deep, so you, yeah. you follow <laughs> these five characters as they go through the stages of the game, um, and then obviously the policeman's investigating them with the help of a surgeon, who basically says, "Yeah, this is Jigsaw's blood on it," and then they dig up Jigsaw's grave and he's not there. So everyone's thinking, "Oh my god, has he somehow survived?" Um, and then basically the last two people, who get to like the final stage of the game, um, Jigsaw turns up. Like John Kramer, and he... oh, he's still he is alive then. Wow. So, <laughs> so he um. So whilst you see this, uh, he's like setting up the final stage, and then it cuts between, uh, the policeman and the surgeon, who are basically, go to where they think, the game is happening, uh, and then you see, the two, basically, <laughs> spoiler, everyone dies. Uh, oh. who's in the game. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, because he does that thing where he he, he get, puts a shotgun in the middle of a room and they're both chained to the wall and he holds up one shotgun bullet and says, this is the key to your survival. And he puts it in the shotgun. So and so they think that... Um, shoot the chain, right? So there's a woman and a man and the man's got half his leg cut off um, from a previous iteration of the game. And uh, yeah, so oh, basically, so he's been in it before, no, it? I was in like oh, I was in this further time, yeah, yeah. before the okay. this stage, yeah. uh, and so the woman, so they basically think they need to kill each other to survive. So the woman runs, grabs the shotgun, and then like pumps it, and then the guy's like, "Hang on, wait!" But then she presses the trigger, and he Kramer had put the shotgun in backwards, so the bullet comes out the back and kills her. Huh. And then you basically see within the shotgun shell, he had put the two keys to their chains, 
but because she shot it, it oh, the no. keys exploded. So that's it's quite similar to the first one in that respect. Um, but surely it's not his fault though. Surely in that, in that game there was if one person effed up, then you're both screwed. Yeah. Than... No, but he, you know, he basically it was like literal. He was holding the shotgun, say, shotgun shell, saying this is the key to your survival. survival. But you know, they obviously just wanted to kill one another. Um, and then so you're like, I was literally I was watching. I was like, oh my god, how has Jigsaw survived? And then uh, basically when the cop and the surgeon arrive at the warehouse, um, they find the two corpses. Um, and then the surgeon's like, oh yeah, these have been here for at least 10 years. So basically what has happened is the surgeon is the uh, follower uh-huh. of Jigsaw. So he was in this first game 10 years ago, but he... Basically, everyone thought he died, yeah. but he got saved by Jigsaw. And then um, then the surgeon recreated the same game to kind of throw everyone off the scent and think Jigsaw did mm. it. So that was quite a good twist. I've probably so not explained they, it very well. they figure but... out that it was the surgeon? Well, the surgeon told the cop it was him, but he'd put the cop in this head kind of brace. I don't know if you've seen the third one where the woman's got the shotgun oh, shells yeah. pointed so at her. So he's dead as well then? Yeah, the cop dies. He gets his head sliced off. Ouch. But, um... Probably not out, really. You wouldn't really... <laughs> you wouldn't know, would you? No, true. Like... But the thing is, is th- this... <laughs> still mad. The en- I quite enjoyed the ending, right? Because it kind of has... Kind of uh, relates a bit to the first one, a bit of the second one, and a bit of the third one. So it's kind of throwbacks. But up until that point, it really wasn't very good. Like, What was that acting like? It is just people just screaming. I was going to say. And it's really like, not that interesting. Because the first one is obviously you're just really watching two guys in a room and you're kind of like, yeah. you know, trying to get to understand yeah. their point of view and that they're actually freaking. But in this one, it's just There's like actual young people and they're just like screaming. And you're like, screaming doesn't help no, anything. Yeah. Like, the script must have just been, ah. Because <laughs> they're just going, ah, oh, fuck my leg. Loud noises. Like, <laughs> what I don't get is, though, the whole point of the game is to punish the criminals, yeah? Yeah. And then there's one victor, isn't there, usually? No? Well, yeah, the idea is that everyone could survive. So basically, it's a kind of a direct redemption, isn't it? So if yeah. they do the right thing, then they would all survive. I swear there was one where there was, like, needles, and like, someone had to jump in. Yeah. That was the second one. That was so surely someone had to go and do it. Yeah, yeah but you don't guy, die. She, she was chucked, just covered in needles. The guy She's, chucked her in. Yeah. Um, that was Amanda. Um, but, yeah, so this one <laughs> felt... It didn't feel yeah. as gritty or as grotty as the previous ones, it, there was a bit of kind of polish to it. And because I'd seen the trailer, I actually basically knew who was going to survive each section yeah. because they ba- they showed <laughs> almost... less people at the end of the but, trailer. No, they showed almost every single stage in the trailer. And so I was like, okay, well, this is the first one. I know that this guy is in a later section. So I'm like, okay, he obviously survives. Mm-hmm. So there, there was for me, there wasn't any kind of tension yeah. there was no like oh who's going to survive and to be honest I didn't give a flying fuck about any of them like there wasn't too much backstory so I wasn't I didn't care if any of them survived in fact I wanted them to die in like really gory ways yeah Chris but, did you're sick of me but this one it, it was this one wasn't as gory either no which like is part of why you go and watch a Saw film like now anyway I mean the first one is less torture porn than the rest of them. But, 
Yeah, there was. It's just it wasn't. It wasn't that great. The ending was good, but the didn't, lead up to didn't it. Didn't hit you in the G spot, eh? The traps weren't as like scary or as threatening. Um, there was one where two of them are basically drowning in a vat of grain. Like they're oh, I saw that. And in this, and loads of stuff start falling. Yeah, in this silo. Well, how, they, and, how do they survive that then? Well, so they're in the silo, and then the door shuts, and the grain starts pouring, and then when it gets up to their necks, like sores and stuff start falling. But for them to get out, the 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 guy of the beard has to basically put his leg into this uh, contraption and get it basically oh. sliced off. Um, so he does that and eventually after a lot of screaming and then, uh, then and they they a lot get of out. dodging not even dodging because I saw that bit on the trailer and it's just like all falling down yeah it, it was like, just, oh that's lucky it was just silly man like I was like I don't find the idea of lying in a bit of grain that you know particularly yeah, but that's, scary that's just luck innit that's not actually down to their like what they do whereas no. all the other sores like it's what they do so there's like the one where there's the guy who's like asleep and like he's the woman's got their like a head mask and the key is in his stomach. Yeah. So it's like actually she's got a like oh my god what do I do you're in that kind of like terrible Dilemma. situation. But also like the, the the stuff falling into the silo just looked really fake. That's what I mean about the lack of kind of grittiness. Is like if if I could tell that they were real, I mean obviously they couldn't because they could injure the actors. Sorry, in it. But yeah, you know there was no kind of physicality, yeah, yeah, yeah. tangible nature to it. Um, I hate that. I hate it when you and they put uh, like sound effects onto something, so you and you can just tell, like in uh, you seen the Hobbit, when they're like picking up these huge <laughs> rocks and yeah. boulders. You're like, if that was a real rock, you you'd be have to be like the Hulk to yeah, take that that's up. That's true. Very true. And then they like drop it and it bounces, but it goes. A hobbit's really strong. Hobbits, no. Wow. Where'd you get that from? I thought you said a hobbit picked up a really big boulder. No, that's in the Hobbit, the film. Oh, right. Right. The no. door, the doors are picking it up. Oh, they must be really strong. But yeah, I just kind of didn't really see the need for this, this film. Um, well, it's yeah, Halloween in it, so this is like our Halloween special uh, <laughs> podcast. Well, that's pretty much the only horror film we will talk about, unless you count Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day. What about Flatliners as well? Yeah, well, did you oh, see that on your own? It's not horror, but it's a. Uh, yeah, I did see it. Yeah. Um, Anyone else see it? No, no one else saw it, did they? No, it wasn't that very long. I wanted to, though. Yeah. Um, it was alright. It, it was a decent film. I like the idea of it. So it's basically like... So this girl, had the main cat, Juno. 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 She had been in a car crash with her sister, or her daughter. Her sister, I think. And she basically killed her sister. She looked at her phone rather than driving. Usual story. And then, <laughs> so, she's become a really quite a good... Uh, she's a doctor in training. What are they? Uh, Junior doctor? Probably. And then, um, so it's like, she goes up to this guy and she's like, oh, come and meet me in the basement. I've got, um, uh, just come and meet me in the basement. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what he thinks. He's a little cheeky sesh. And then, um, (laughs) then he gets there and she's basically... Kill me. She's like, yeah, she's like, I want you to kill me for a minute. And I must admit, for doctors, they are one hell of a... They're rubbish at trying to revive someone. (laughs) Literally, they made her die for a minute. And then they're like in a mass panic when they couldn't make her like recover, but like they had several ways of doing it. And then another doctor came in and was like, no, "Do this, do this, do this." And then how did they kill her? Um, um, 
some a needle or some kind. Oh really? Yeah, I can't actually quite remember. But they did a lot of things to bring her back, and then it was longer than a minute. But they brought her back. She, she'd seen this world where it was all like magical and stuff, and nothing was really real. And then she came back, and all of a sudden she had these not gifts, but she, she could remember things from her past. So when she used to be able to play piano, so she could play it, and she could play it better than she used to. And she could remember books that she had read for the doctor thing, and she was like helping. And then, like, basically, they all wanted to give it a go, bar one guy. So, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so, basically, what happens as you go on, one of the girls does it for, like, three minutes. She looks pretty ill because of it, and they have to, like, kind of stop it really quite suddenly because there's people coming to this place. Um, and Juno starts seeing, like, bad things, and the other guy sees things as well. Okay. And basically, they soon realise that these things are things they need to like redeem about themselves. Mm. So obviously, she can't redeem <laughs> the death of her sister, mm. and right. she eventually falls off a building, and it looks like she could commit suicide. Okay. Uh, then the guy he has to go. So this blonde woman is a woman that he used to see, and basically she's had his childhood, but he didn't know that. So then he's like, oh, okay, let's get together. And then uh, the one who's from Vampire Diaries can't remember her name. Uh, Do you watch Vampire Diaries? Of course, mate. Watch everything. <laughs> um, she, um, she's not in it anymore. Uh, she had to confess about um, accidentally murdering someone, like in the hospital. What? She did something wrong, and she basically killed someone, oh. and she covered it up, and then she had to confess, and then the bad thing stopped, and then the, there was a another girl. What did she have to do? She had a really tough time. I don't know if she killed herself. No. Basically, so a lot of them died. Basically, all four, four of the five survived. Oh, okay. But only. Yeah, and one of them didn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't what flatline? He wouldn't flatline. He was like, "I'm not doing it. No way." Okay. He's like, "I'll be here to make sure you're all safe because I'm I'm good at my job, kind of thing." And then, basically, see, that was it. Really, I just kind of thought the. The idea of it was good that they would die. There'll be some re- re- repercussions for doing it, uh, and that getting abilities kind of thing. I thought it was kind of nifty, but the fact that all they needed to do was essentially get rid of their guilty conscience. Was yeah. A bit like ah, uh, it was it a bit too like preachy? Yeah, almost. Because the, the the woman who did it for three minutes, she was in this mad trippy world where. The guy was sitting down, like, he grabbed her arm, like, his eyes opened up, like, scaring the crap out of her. And that was it. She saw Juno, because obviously Juno had died, and she saw Juno, and Juno was like, huh. like, free yourself or something, because, like, well, get rid of your guilty country. Or she said, to, he, she basically said something that's to her, weird. and she was like, okay, then, I'll do this, and then that's it, all done. And then, yeah. They so, say, like, your whole life flashes, flashes before, before your eyes, eyes yeah, yeah, that's it. So was it particularly horrific, or was it just... Nah, um, it's a bit scary... Uh, uh, some people would find it scary at times where uh, the little girl was like looking at Juno and like chasing Juno and stuff and there was a, a point where one of the guys got stabbed in the hand and that's quite horrific I suppose then there was one point that made me jump and I was, I was quite prepared for all of it but I can't remember what it was but yeah it was alright I wouldn't go out my way to see it again but it's a good idea just not 100% well work not really well executed I don't think but yeah there you go that's my opinion on that 
So you would recommend it or? Um, I'd say I could go and see it because I feel like maybe my my opinion of it's a bit harsh, but um, in reality, it's I think it's a justified opinion of it. Like, it's like it's like almost like the Purge. The Purge is a really good idea of a film. Yeah. But executed wise, oh, they start off so quite well, great. but then they end up just free falling a little bit or just copping out quite a bit, don't they? Yeah, man. So. I do look forward to the Purge TV series, though. It's strange. It's going to be a TV series. Apparently, there is going to be. That'd be quite cool. It's strange because, like, the Purge, it seemed like obviously it was a good idea, and they got the second and third film, and they obviously had a bigger budget, but the film actually got worse. Yeah, that's worse it. Worse, like the source probably. You know, yeah. Bigger budget. See, I actually, worse worse. I think the Purge two and three are quite good. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite disappointed with the first one. The third one's the be- best one, I think. Which one's that? Is that Election? Or something? Yeah, yeah, Election Night. Uh, but yeah, well, so they're doing a TV series. I thought they were. I heard rumour they were. Maybe maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe I want there to be one. Who was listening to this? Purge TV series, do it. Oh, yeah, that could be like 24, couldn't it? Yeah. That's, that's, you have like 24 yeah. hours and it's like you're yeah. following... That's whoever. why I think it would be better to do it like that. That would be wicked. Because you can see idea. different people's points of view of it as well rather than just one person's kind of yeah. thing. Uh, and yeah, you can probably see it from two sides. One pe- pe- people trying to get away from it, and people trying to kill someone in it, kind of thing. So, yeah. or if people, you know, just having fun. Yeah, just having a laugh, having an absolute riot. But then there is something about it being a film. There's more like tension, I guess, because then you don't really know who survives. I guess you could do sort of the same with TV, but I don't know. I don't know if they could prolong it. You know, there'd be enough content to prolong it. True, and if it, they're going off election year as well, there isn't technically a purge left. Yeah, but they can always do like the first purge, yeah, or yeah. you know, I'm sure they could do lots of yeah, lots of things with it. Um, cool. What have you t- you've written down for a long time? The uh, pay it forward. Pay it forward. So, yeah. tell us about it. What is it? It is. I've got such high expectations. It's an old school film. Old school Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, <laughs> when he was in his prime, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> oh okay. Awkward. Um, and it's a really, really good idea actually for a film. Um, and I thought it would be like more mainstream. Um, it was suggested to me, and it's like a. So the idea is that. Kevin Spacey is a teacher and he gives kids in his class Oh god, a... Kevin Spacey and kids <laughs> Oh god, yeah, that sounds dreadful, doesn't it? He Allegedly them, He gives them pretty much a, a year-round test which is to, like, change the world or to do something to change the world and he's like, you're not going to get marked on the execution but marked on the effort Okay So, one kid comes up with the idea to pay it forward which is, you have... You help three people by doing a, like an amazingly selfless act. And it's got to be something like you give someone your car if their car breaks down, something like that. Um, and so this kid wants to help three people and the idea is to then pay it forward. So those three people would help three people each. Oh, so that okay. like everyone yeah, yeah. in society helps one another. Okay. Um, and it's a really good story um, following the relationship between this kid, Kevin Spacey, the teacher, and uh, the kid's mum. Um, and, like, how they all, you know, how actually the kids, he's trying to help this drug addict to begin with, but how that kind of falls through, but then actually it doesn't, because the kid doesn't really, you know, he gives up on the drug addicts pretty much, but the drug addict helps someone else not commit suicide. Okay. So it all pays off. 
Um, but oh my god, the twist at the end—it's such a shit ending. It's oh really? So awful. What the twist oh, that's ending? A, that's a twist shame. ending. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. Do you want to spoil it? Um, I'll put yeah, put a spoiler out there. Spoiler alert. Spoiler out there. If you guys, do you yeah. want to know? Yeah, go for it. I kid do. Dies. What kid? The kid. The kid dies. The kid who came up with the idea to pay it forward gets killed. By who? By just some kids in school. He gets stabbed because... So he wants to help one of his mates who's getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it's going to be fine. The kid's going to survive. He gets stabbed and you're like, oh my God, he's dead. And they have all the people that this kid helped outside his front... Um, outside their house with candles. And it's just so awkward because he set up Kevin Spacey and the mum. And so they're like seeing each other but then like the kid dies and you're like oh no but is that supposed to be like an emotional punch yeah it was it was, it was. It was but it was like so it was. I wanted a happy ending yeah. it was such a great film to have such a sad ending yeah oh, man. it's a shame but then how do you end something like that you know it's just like yeah he could he could have got stabbed but when they were waiting in the hospital like he's gonna be alright maybe and you're like yes yeah. maybe <laughs> if maybe if one of the people who had been helped ended up helping him and it was like a cyclical thing. Do you know what I mean? Like one of the doctors had been helped. True, that would have been quite nifty actually, yeah. Yeah. We should, we should, you know like Be Kind Rewind? Yeah. We should go back and like wreck on films <laughs> and just film the, a better ending for, yes. for these oh, things. Yeah, it's pretty good like actually. It. Yeah, that's good. Well, the pr- production values probably wouldn't be as good, but... Uh... Solid. Kind of like, <laughs> yeah, but they, they do like Ghostbusters, in it. Yeah. Be Kind Rewind and they have like Hoovers. <laughs> I mean, that film's terrible. I love that. I stopped, I turned it off after like... What, Be Kind Rewind or yeah. Ghostbusters? No, Both. Be Kind Rewind. <laughs> really yeah, Either way, yeah, pay it? it forward, guys. So now you've got to do something super selfless. Um, we are being selfless by call. informing our listeners on our opinion nah, of I don't think that's going to <laughs> And they can pay it forward by sharing our content and giving us a five-star review, can't you? So, yeah... <laughs> Give us a plug on iTunes and SoundCloud. I, I got through my, my Facebook the other day. It said, you, you've had no new views. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but we haven't posted on Facebook in a while. No. <laughs> Although, if you do want to find some Facebook, you're average critics. Um, I want to talk about a... Talking about old films, a really old film by Stanley Kubrick called Dr. Strangelove or How I Stopped... Or How I... Something about how I... Oh, Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, something like that. It's got a very long, odd title. Um, so it's one of those things like everyone bangs on about Kubrick, how amazing he is. So I was like, okay, I'll try and watch more of his films. So this film is from like 1964, something like that. It's a black and white film. Mm-hmm. It's uh, set in the Cold War, so obviously kind of zeitgeisty. Um, it's about. Uh, and a British and American kind of intelligence group who basically become convinced that the Russians are about to explode a bomb. Uh-huh. And so they are they send their um kind Specialist? of elite squad to basically take out the Russians. Ooh, um and it gets to the point where, you know, they've got all these processes where that once they've given this executive order they can't take it back. Uh-huh. So there's all these planes like Flying, and then they basically realise that there was a mistake, or that one of the generals has just kind of become a bit of a megalomaniac and wants to uh, just destroy the Russians. And then, right. then they're in like the war room, 
and then the uh, president of the of America is calling the Russian president or prime minister or whatever, being like, no, this was a mistake, don't retaliate. Um, and it's basically like a... It's not a spoof, it's like a satire, like a farce. Okay, right. So, I mean, it's a lot of it's quite tongue-in-cheek and quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it ends with them, everyone blowing up. But, um, oh, really? Oh. Yeah. It was, it, it was all right. It was quite a short film maybe an hour and 40 um and to be fair like when you consider it was in the 60s and a lot of the kind of special effects work was was done fairly well um i just didn't quite understand why it was called dr strangelove because dr strangelove is a character in it but he very seldomly appears um so i was a bit thrown by that title is it a hidden hidden meaning like is it a metaphor thing is he is he always foreshadowing and? No, he appears a couple of times, but oh. not toward only towards the end of the film. Oh. I mean, I understand why it's uh, called or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. But there was a funny part in it where, uh, Strange Love is like a German character, and they're like, "Oh, Strange Love, that's a strange name." He's like, "Yeah, but, uh, his name was Doctor, whatever the literal translation of Strange Love is in German." They they're like, "Oh, his name was, blah blah," but. They decided to call him Strange Love. It was funny because they didn't realise. Ha! It meant that's the same. hilarious, mate. Got to be. In Had the... to be there. <laughs> Had to be Had there. Had to be there. <laughs> um... <laughs> but as far as old films go, it wasn't too bad. It's available on Netflix. How old was it? From 1964. 64. So it's, what, 50 odd years old? Mm. If my maths is correct. Not too bad. Alright, alright, alright. Alright, alright, alright. All right, all right. Right, what else have we watched? What have we watched together? Recently. Well, the stuff... We've seen... I was going to say Kidnap, but Obi's probably not still bad. Yeah, we'll wait for Obi. Do you want to talk us through Valerian? Yeah, go on then. Um, So, it's about these two characters, basically, and they work for... I suppose this... How do I explain it? They work for someone... Sorry... Yeah. But the, the trailer made this film look like a really shit version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it, nah. it looked like no, a cross cause, between Avatar cause, and cause like... Because they, they actually work for, like, I suppose, the them. government body. And basically, this alien colony, this this this, this place, got blown up years ago. And this one... A, shit, was it an alien? Yeah, this alien lady like sacrificed herself to save... The, well, we don't know that. Basically, the whole thing, the whole planet blows up. And that, and then this guy has this like, he's in like this dream state, and he just get like it's like it hit him, and he he could see it all happen kind of thing. I don't really, I didn't really understand it. And him, Valerian, and this uh, the woman I've forgotten her name, the one who's played by um Cara Deville. Yeah, Deville. So isn't her name Laureline? Yeah, probably. And basically, uh, they're together, and you think they're like in love to begin with, and then you realise oh she's just messing about with him. But oh, he allow it. But they do actually genuinely really like each other. But she's just like, well, she's but she's like, oh, well, I just don't, I don't want to be another one of your conquests. And he's like, no, no, you're you're different. And she's like, how am I different? And then, is he a player? Uh, he's they make him out to be at that brief moment, but that's about it. Like, okay. Um, there's like the underlying story is they're like little, the love for each other and like people pushing them towards each other and blah blah blah. But this whole thing is basically he does a mission for the, this government body to get back this creature and then he sees this little diamond thing and while he's in there he sees two of these species two of the people from this species 
and then he's like, what the hell, I thought they were dead, kind of thing. And it's just a little little bit of a journey. He gets he tries to follow this spacecraft. He gets trapped. She goes after him, even though the, the people said don't. She goes after him. She gets captured. He goes after her. Classic. And then, basically, uh, Rana's in it for a bit. Is it Rana? Yeah. Um... From your tone, I guess, I guess you didn't really like it. It's all right. It was all right. As, as a but film it looks like special effects wise, it amazing. Looks amazing, amazing so, special effects. Yeah. Like, and it's pretty nifty ideas as well. So like, I know it's based on the book, isn't it? Yeah. So like, they do this thing where if they shoot someone with this thing, they can put a helmet on and they can control that person's body. And then there's another thing where this <laughs> this whole city is holographic. You have to put on these glasses to see it. Oh, okay. And and. You have to do something and then put the item through a conveyor belt that you buy there and it will come out as real life items. And basically, it's he puts fisherman. his hand in a box. He puts his hand in a box. Oh, God, I can't even remember. But basically, for some reason, this his hand gets stuck in this world, this this city for a bit, and he has to like run away and like try and get out. And he's just running around this empty, sandy place. But he can he can see. Like holographic stuff, and okay. he, if he did hit it, he would hit it in real life, and that was a little that was quite funny. That thing. but uh, is it as a film goes, it was interesting. Uh, it's, again, it's not one of those films that I'd go out of my way to see again, but I feel like I it would have been amazing in 3D. Oh, you in 3D, my god. I don't really like 3D very 3D much. 3D dreadful. No, but it looks like one look. of those things. Like, cause... <laughs> Just go 2D, 4D, skip the middleman. Do you know what I should do? Sorry, no, they shouldn't do it actually. They should have like a massive like maze, yeah. Like they should make a maze. They should put a helmet on, and then you watch the film as you walk through the maze. Like, and you're the character in first person, like almost like a thingy, uh, Uncle Henry. But you're yeah. Uh, and if that's the future, though. No yeah. cinema is just going to be VR. People, VR. Yeah. <laughs> should um, trademark that. That's, yeah. That's a, that's trademark a film. Chris I, don't, I don't know what the film's called, but um, th- that's the storyline of a. Uh, of a film coming out where it's like this everyone like overpopulation everyone's like living in city blocks but no one actually goes anywhere they just like sit in rooms and their VR sets and everyone communicates and is in this social world and they can do anything they want okay. it's a bit like Sword Art Online isn't it remember that yeah. anime we saw yeah. ages ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, season 3 of that's coming out soon or 4 oh is it joking it's going to continue after the film yeah uh, it is I think oh okay same same premise. But so Valerian, like it's based, yeah, you said it's based on well, it's a comic, I think, called Valerian and Laureline. It's kind of harsh on, kind of uh, what's her face, Cara Delevingne's character. That her name is not, you know, because uh, they're, she is, they're, she's they're, a main, they are they're both, both ma- central characters. Yeah, they're both I just main wonder why characters. it's called Valerian. Like, why do you have to make it about the male? Because uh, so basically, uh, the the alien that sacrificed herself puts like. Transcends something. Transcends. Telepathic. Sight happens, and she yeah, she essentially instills herself within Valerian. So that's why he's got this urge to like discover and like help them out, kind of thing. Okay. And basically, what they find out in the end is there was this massive war, and the 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 sergeant or whatever his name, the colonel, who not who was telling them not to to get. Valyrian back and yeah, he, was, he was saying don't yeah he basically restricted all access to the files and he was like no one go to this place they're all dead kind of thing it's his fault that that planet just got destroyed because he sent a missile 
and the, I think either the explosion from the missile or the missile hit the planet and destroyed it. Okay. So all these people were trying to, do, all these aliens were trying to do was recreate the planet from this little tiny rock. And I was like, okay, cool. And what people were trying to stop that planet being? Just that man. Because he blew it up. Yeah. But did he do it on purpose? Yeah, he just he knew the consequences. Okay. But he said he did it for the greater good of the earth. The greater good. The greater good. He's like, because if we don't, then our financial economy will go down to turmoil. And so, oh god. Does it set anything up for a sequel? There could be a sequel. Yeah. Would you watch a sequel? Probably watch it. Will I? Will I actively go out to the cinema? Probably not. Will I wait for it to be on Netflix or something? Probably. And how were the chemistry between Dane yeah, and Han? Good, I think. They, really? Yeah, good chemistry. Are they good actors? Was well, their performance all right? They seemed all right, yeah. Because I don't know, because I, I thought Cara Delevingne was pretty terrible in Suicide Squad. And then I don't. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure that's necessarily because. I know, that's, ha- that's probably not the best kind of context yeah. to put it in. But um, I don't know. And then Dane DeHaan, I just don't know if he's like a lead actor. Yeah, he didn't do very well in that. Amazing Spider-Man two, did he? No, but he was he was the main character in a a cure for wellness, which I saw. Was that good? That was really weird, man. Uh-huh. Um, it started off quite well. I mean, it's a very long film. It started off and then just goes really batshit crazy. Like, one of the, this girl is basically like in a relationship with like her dad or something, and like he like abuses her and stuff. Um, it gets really really odd oh, yeah. but up until that point it was quite atmospheric but wow. it just kind of went a bit nuts towards the end um, but yeah he he was the lead in that and I don't know I don't know if he, his performances yet are, are strong enough to to warrant him yeah. being lead character, lead character. So. hello welcome OB better late than never yeah that's alright no, we've, we've not talked I about know. any of the stuff that never, uh, never you've seen so uh, which is what Oh, we talked about Valerian. We've talked about. Oh, what that one with the thingy? Colored We Talked about Jigsaw. We talked about. Ollie finally told us about Pay It Forward. Oh yeah. And Flatliners. Good? Yeah, mate. It sounds good, but he said it's got a really bad ending. Okay. So now you're here, Obi. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about all the films that we've seen, Thor and Kidnap and Happy Death Day, all mm. those. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. I watched Kidnap, yeah. Well, I watched like an hour and fifteen minutes of it. Oh my god, this film is terrible. It's shit, it's isn't it? So bad. Like, no, we, we'll talk about it in a minute. But that film was so bad. Yeah, right, yeah I did warn you. <laughs> oh my god. It's I watched it. I watched rubbish. it first out of everyone. And I was like, oh, we've oh, all got to watch this film. I felt guilty. I didn't want to tell you how bad it was, but I did. Mate, um, I, haven't, I haven't got to the end, but like, it's shit. I was struggling to get through it. You haven't got much longer. Did you actually? Yeah. Wow. But before yeah, we. She was annoying me, but I still Awful. Still. Before we talk about that, um, I think we need to address. Well, we need to discuss at least the allegations that have been dogging Hollywood. Um, started off with Weinstein, mm. uh, people accusing him of sexual harassment, rape, all sorts of misdemeanors, and it's now kind of coming to light. Other uh, actors, actresses, um, people from the industry coming out saying that other people have um, harassed them in the past, assaulted them, mm. uh, and and the such. Um, people who have been named, um, such as Kevin Spacey, mm. um, Dustin Hoffman, Brett Ratner. These, at the moment, these are you know people saying it. There's no kind of, I don't think any charges have been made. But Netflix have severed their ties with Kevin Spacey, mm. so 
I mean, they said they were already going to end House of Cards after Series 6. Now it looks like they're going to have to try and kind of progress the rest of filming without him. I yeah. don't know how they're going to manage that. Mm. Um, I think, personally, they'll just scrap it all together. Um, have you seen the... Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. How are they going to... They can't kill him off because he's not going to come back unless and film make, anything. Unless they make Claire president and make her the front. Kill him off screen? If they kill him off screen, it's just going to look like... I don't know. Mm. I think it's one it of those... It all depends on whether he, he's willing to come back to be killed off on the yeah. screen. But they, we don't know how much filming they've done anyway for the uh, new season. But so, One of the seasons has just wrapped up filming. Season six? It hadn't wrapped. They were in production because they halted production whilst these oh, allegations were being investigated. Mm. Um... But yeah, so it kind of, it's definitely been like a watershed for Hollywood and not just Hollywood, basically like music, mm. arts, anything mm. like that. MPs. Is it a case? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Did you hear the thing that McBusted came out with though? I think Busted? McBusted. No. Is that McFly and Busted? Yeah, so basically they <laughs> said, good. like, they were like about um, like how they, they technically get sexually, I think, I think this is them, someone said it to me. That they get like touched up by people in the crowd and stuff like mums yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, but it wouldn't. It's not really frowned upon. But if it was the reverse, it'd be really frowned upon. I'm not saying either one's right. They're both wrong. But yeah, is there a case of? Um, <laughs> is there a case that it's basically for certain things, certain actions, how people perceive it? Because what do you mean? What do you mean? so you have. Like who's who's the MP that quit? And he was like, oh, the, you know, I mean, she, touching someone's leg was acceptable yeah, was couple, fifteen years ago, now. or, um, you know, if people. But she wasn't even ups- She wasn't even angry about it, was she? When he touched her leg, isn't it? Didn't she say it? She, I don't know. I haven't oh. read up on it, but, you know, people saying propositioning other people saying, oh, you know, do you want to fuck basically? Mm. And they're like, no. Mm. And you know, people can be quite persistent. Mm. Is, for for things like that, is there a. a argument that it's basically how you receive it do you know what i mean by that no so like if uh, if i'm like you know yeah. touch your leg yeah, yeah. but your mates you're, so no, 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 no. but no, no but it's, like, it's like it came up on the graham norton show when Adam yeah. Sandler like touched the, the i don't know the lady that he was next to he like touched her knee mm. um some people were like r- getting up and about that having a little hissy fit and i was like well if they're colleagues and their mates, there's probably no harm in that, right? They, they, didn't, they didn't really know each other. But, that, but, but it's basically, if she took it the wrong way, yeah. then, like, then it becomes like, a problem. Like, yeah. But if she's yeah. just, like, yeah. brushes it off... Yeah, because I, I think she literally said to him... Oh, uh, so I think she said on the show, that, don't touch my knee, I think. Yeah. And he, he was, like, jokingly, like, I get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, I can't remember, I can't remember. I have to watch it again. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I suppose it is dependent on, on how you perceive it, I suppose. Yeah. What you what you interpret from that? I, I think, think that it, moment. It does, yeah. It does kind of probably depend on the relationship that you have with someone. Like I wouldn't go if I was filming something or or if I was on like if I was Graham Norton. Obviously, Graham Norton being him, uh, he's gay, right? Yeah. And another man come onto the show who you've never met, and he's just like touching up his knee and stuff like that. If I was the if I if we if me and Graham not were mates, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's cool. I'm just friends. Duh, duh, duh. But if not, I'd kind of be like, what the hell are you doing? It'd be yeah. the same if it was a woman. It'd be the same if it was a man to a woman or a woman to a man. Yeah. Like, and I'm a person who especially doesn't like to be touched unnecessarily. <laughs> so you don't like people in your personal well, space exactly. after this weekend. So, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, like, I think it does depend on how, like because if you're fine with that, like some people are completely fine with personal contact. Yeah, but obviously. 
But obviously, that you these, take the these, risk of, of the, doing that without knowing yeah. how that person's going to react. These actors and actresses have felt uncomfortable, yeah. and they felt that they can't come forward and call them out on it because they will it will threaten their careers. And um, uh, can I can I talk about it quickly? So this is yeah. the, this is the main point I wanted to make the whole threaten their careers thing, right? So loads like uh, the Kevin Spacey thing. Uh, like, was it like eight people or something? Was it on ten? Ten on the, is it on the House of Cards? House of Cards, yeah. House of Cards set after the, the allegation that Kevin Spacey, um, ten people come out and said, "Oh yeah, we've had the same sort of experience with Kevin Spacey," and it really annoys me that these ten people have only waited till now for them to actually come out and say whatever, whatever. Like, I get that depending on what, like what the uh, altercation was. I don't know, like if it's serious or you know, le- uh, mild, whichever way you might view it. Um, depending on what it is, I feel like you need to come out and say it so one people know about this and so like Kevin Spacey doesn't do it again and two like just to take some like fucking control of your life like you can't go into any industry I don't think thinking like oh if I don't do this if I do this if I let this person do this to me I'm not uh, if I don't let this person touch me or do well or chat me up or whatever I'm not going to get this part like I'm not being funny but like take some fucking pride in your own life like you can't just go around uh, in the in this industry being like, oh, I guess I suppose I have to let him kind of do this so that I get a chance. Otherwise, I won't be able to get away, make away in this business, make away for your own back. Don't make away through people being able to touch you and uh, proposition you and da da da. Like stuff like that properly winds me up. But maybe they felt, you know, kind of really weak or in- inferior. You what? know, well, I don't know. Have some pride. That's what I'm saying. Have some t- have some you pride. Don't know, you don't know how manipulative. These people could be. How much can you be? All all they can say, all they can say is, if it's me, if it's me personally, all they can say is, uh, in 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 as whatever subtle way possible, uh, you need to have sex with me. You need to do this for me, or you're not getting a part in da da da. And if it's me, I'd be like, okay, bye, because it's not worth it. At the end of the day, it's not worth it at all. In my in in my personal opinion. So do you feel like these allegations are coming out too late, or that? It's kind of yeah, kind of. I feel like if 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 someone's touching you up, and you're uncomfortable with it, come out and say you're uncomfortable with it, because it, I suppose it might affect bad badly on you in the industry and in the business. But at the end of the day, you are by coming out, you're protecting yourself and you're protecting other people from future from future incidents happening. Well, hopefully, anyway, from future incidents happening anyway. But whatever. So that's just my two cents anyway. It gets the, yeah, it gets the point. And it's like all these people are like, oh yeah, you know, I, I kind of. Heard rumors or I knew about it. It's like and he didn't say you're anything. complicit in this as Even well. Fucking, uh, I saw a clip. I saw a tweet on Twitter of a video like someone saying like a tag like oh, oh yeah, Seth MacFarlane knew about this whole Kevin Spacey thing years ago, and it was like a a clip from an episode of Family Guy and uh, Stewie running a, running through a shopping mall naked, saying "Help me, I've been trapped in Kevin Spacey's basement." So obviously they, these sort of allegations have been happening for maybe a few years, like whispers around Hollywood. If you know about this. Why are you keeping it quiet? Why are you making just making like snide little maybe, jokes about it? Maybe, it's, maybe it's maybe it's I think that might have been pure coincidence, you know. No, I think no. Like, he did the same thing with Weinstein, didn't he? Did he, he? Yeah, he made a speech and he he said something like, but like a yeah. like a off absolutely no way that's coincidence. It no, feels no. it seems like people have been. That's allu- just my opinion, by the way. I don't know. That's yeah, right. People have yeah. been alluding to things for a while, but no one's ever explicitly come out and said it. Like Corey Feldman was a eighties child actor. He basically said that there was systematic uh, child and 
just general sexual abuse yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. But he never came out and named his uh, abuser. Mm. Uh, same with, I think, Rose McGowan. You know, she said that she had been mm. uh, sexually assaulted. Rose McGowan? Is she unch- was she uncharmed? Yes, I think mm. so. Um, but now she? she was she the she was, Paige, she was the fourth sister. She she was in oh, um, yeah, yeah. she was in uh, the film that Eli Roth directed called Planet Terror, if you know that. No. But um, but now it seems like there's been a change and people are now actually naming their accuse uh, their uh, abusers or mm. assaults. Um, mm. But does it get to the point where it's Connor? How do you prove? Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, the victims should be believed, but is it is there a case of you're innocent until proven guilty, or in cases like this, is it you know if if you're accused, hopefully no one would ever make something like that up, and it's people are now having the confidence to come forward, mm. um, and it's like okay, well, you know, even though these problems are historic, they at least it's kind of shedding light on this issue. I mean, there's so many people are now kind of getting yeah. pulled into it. Yeah. Like, didn't someone get accused of it and then there was no proof and then? Um, Who do you know? Is it Portnoy? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Well, I know Brett Ratner, who's a director. He, I think, is suing the people that are accusing him for okay. like defamation. Okay. So you kind of think a reaction like that, you, you know, it. it would, as opposed to Kevin Spacey, you're actually saying, oh, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's another thing. It's like... I don't know how he thought it. that was going to help him. That's but, so offensive to the kind of LGBT community yeah. because there's been, like, you know, people often conflate uh, homosexuality with paedophilia mm. and he's basically kind of reinforcing yeah. that. It's okay that I touch up boys because I'm gay. Yeah, like, everyone... You know, people have... It's not... It's like an open secret that people think Kevin Spacey's gay. Yeah. But now he's using it to deflect... Yeah all this and it's just horrendous and you just think like how you know all the all these projects that people have got coming out and they're being accused it's like it, it seems to spread far and hopefully mm. it, you know it it gets cut root and stem but mm. i think we'll be hearing about it for a very very long time probably well if it as long as it stops people from taking advantage of these vulnerable people then i guess it's a good thing but at the end of the day, I suppose it is kind of like, uh, you know, when you get like to <clears throat> use a uh, out there term, like when you get like rape victims and stuff like that, you like it's hard to prove uh, if someone's telling the truth or someone's not telling the truth. It's like a mini miniature version of that. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like you have to kind of believe them at first. Otherwise, people are never going to come forward, are they? Um, Chris, Ollie, you got any thoughts, any extra thoughts on the matter? Nah. nah. Stop abusing people. Yeah, Kevin, calling you up, mate. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to leave it there. Please feel free to discuss lighter-hearted things such as... Don't you, want to, don't you want to talk about Thor really quickly? And well, I mean, okay, I loved Thor Ragnarok. No. I thought it by far the best Thor film, which isn't saying much. <laughs> it's probably... I mean, it's definitely my top ten Marvel. Don't know if it's quite my top five, but I thought it was hilarious. I thought, you know, the CGI was good. I liked having Hulk... Like yeah. more more developed. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't have been great if they hadn't revealed that Hulk was gonna be in it. Though. Yeah, that would have been a much that better. Been, yeah, that'd have been sick. But I think it's because someone saw Mark Ruffalo on set. Oh really? I think that's yeah. why. 
They um, don't do that kind of thing. Do you know that? Like, apparently, seventy percent of it was like improvised. improvised. I was like, what the yeah. Hell? But I loved Korg as well. The uh, yeah. kind he, of he Maori. Was, he uh, was voiced ro- and done by the director. Taika Waititi. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? The rock guy. The director. Yeah. 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 Avery. That's yeah. Gonna hurt. <laughs> I thought it was the other guy. I thought it was the guy from. Um, He's hilarious. That film we watched, uh, Free Fire. No. Nah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Shalto. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of thought, thought that was him as well. Yeah. So when he's carrying that little like, weird alien thing, him. he's like, I stepped on him and he's dead. <laughs> but I'm carrying him around anyway. <laughs> that was a bit South African. <laughs> I'm try- I was trying to do Kiwi. I thought he was South African. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think he was supposed to be Polynesian. I don't know. But yeah, he's like, it's like oh, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good film. Yeah, thoroughly really enjoyed him it. having his own movie. <laughs> I would watch a Korg oh, movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> God, please. He's a, he would be a good sidekick, though. Well, hopefully he'll be in the yeah, Glenn, ones. Yeah, see Ciao. you later. Peace. Ciao, Ciao Bella. Bella. See you later. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. So, Ollie, do you want to... Come there, no. Do you want, Eva, you want a drink? No, I'm all right, mate. It's all good. So. What are we talking about? We're talking about Thor, mate. We're talking about Thor. All right, keep going. Go on. What do you think of Thor? Mate, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah? So, as somebody Despite doesn't like Marvel Despite it being a Marvel film, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because it wasn't so... Oh, I don't know, it was superhero, wasn't it? But it was more of a comedy, wasn't it? Mm. It was hilarious. Did you like the uh, cameos from uh, Matt Damon? Yeah. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> random cameo. We saw it, I was uh, like, I know that face, yeah. it's familiar. <laughs> and he was like, well, probably like pale. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, no, that was so funny. Jokes. Um, I, I was, yeah, because I like, I'm a bit like Glenn, like, I didn't really think either Thor film was particularly like fantastic. I thought the first one was pretty decent. second one was not great. But that one was definitely the best one of the three so far. Yeah, and it didn't really have much of a connection with the first two, so yeah. it's kind of worked as a... Because I haven't seen the first two, so yeah. it definitely worked um, as a well enough as a, st- yeah. as a standalone film. Um, and obviously, I think, what, this is the last Marvel one until the Infinity War? I think so, yeah. Next year? No, um, oh, no, uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, right, yeah. And yeah. then I think, yeah. Black Panther's one next year, though, isn't it? Yeah. January? Yeah, right. February. February. Yeah, no, Thor was really good. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the, of the villain? Because people always say that Marvel villains aren't very good. So. Uh, I think, yeah, it was good. It was, oh, wait, who who would you say the villain is? I'd except say for was... the goddess of death. But obviously, oh, except from her. Yeah, because there was also that guy who like pretty, who wanted to keep them on that planet. What, Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you actually um, recording still? Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Um, I don't know if would you count him as a villain? He wasn't oh, really. Villain, he wasn't he, really. He was kind of a needless character. He I was. Feel. He uh, was, but he made Jeff Goldblum. I character. think that's the point. I think he, he was made their situation yeah. that you know th- that they like have to work together pretty much. But obviously, the, yeah. the conflict was it was first of all you know it was between him uh, Thor and Hulk, and then it was between him and the Valkyrie, yeah. and it was also between him and Lo- him, yeah. him and his brother. Yeah, I mean, he, he, like uh, the guy on that planet, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Um, his character wasn't particularly like menacing. He's feeling kind of like a, oh okay, we'll we, back. yeah, we've got Thor here. Okay, we're gonna use Thor. If Thor leaves, oh, it's not, it's not, it's not the end of the world. I mean, yeah. we might send a few people for you, but if they don't catch you, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like it was very like it's very soft. Yeah. As a as a, as a villain, whereas I thought that uh, what was her name? Hella. Hella. Yeah. Is it Hella? I just yeah. thought the villains were so secondary to the whole thing, though. Yeah, I don't. I do not. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. But I did like. I liked her as a villain compared to like other. Um, yeah, yeah. That was a surprise um, with uh, Odin actually being pretty much a villain, wasn't it? It was like this is how. Everything I liked. Was. I really liked yeah, that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tore that. Yeah, yeah. she tore that. Everything thing. is gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. That was quite cool. I liked that. Yeah, that was a good twist. Surprise! It's it's kind of dumb though. Like you'd think, right? Instead of putting stuff over it when you just destroy it and then <laughs> well, yeah. put it back up well cool mm. whatever I mean she had so much power she was so yeah. OP yeah and then what did she get beaten by the end 
Oh, that thingy destroyed the planet. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. Destroyed the whole. Destroyed was, the whole of Asgard. Like the devil or something. Yeah. It was huge. No, I, think, I, I was sorry. I wanted on. to quickly jump ahead. Um, or uh, on that bit because mm. obviously Loki goes downstairs to put the thing in the. Uh, in the uh, yeah, yeah. pit of fire. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he took the stone? I, I, believe, heard, yeah. I believe he took the stone because I think the way the film ended sets it up. So I think if I think if I believe I'm right, there's been a trailer for something. Can you see? Has anyone seen it? And you God, see, uh, Infinity, and you see four. You and see Thor's in space. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he smashes into the Guardians of the Galaxy's ship. Yeah. So my assumption is that Loki picked up the Tesseract, which uh-huh. is one of the Infinity Stones. In which case, that means that he... Was the Tesseract one of the Infinity Stones? Yeah. It is, isn't it? So in which case, then, that's Thanos' massive ship. He's basically... In the post credit scene, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's basically effed them up. But he probably hasn't killed them all. He's probably smashed up four, knocked him into space. Mate. And then taken oh. the ship. What absolute peak if, like, Thor goes through all of that, gets his home planet destroyed to save his people, Asgard as his people... To them, then we're getting destroyed yeah, no, on the no, ship no, no, no. straight away. <laughs> I really liked um, how Thor lost his eye, and they actually like left him with a lost with a like. Yeah, I'm peeved that he's got no. I've Are you actually? Yeah, what? I don't get it. It doesn't in the comics. So what? I don't know. I think it's because I think it's because his dad. Like, yeah, his dad. Yeah, yeah. His dad, so it's kind of made kind of homage though, to Odin. To be fair though, I'm sure Doctor Strange can fix that somehow. He, he probably will. I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. But he probably will. What do you think of the Doctor Strange cameo? Did you like that? I liked it, but at the same time, it's really annoyed me what? because Doctor Strange is now so really powerful. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because of that place he was in. Yeah, but he's just so overpowered now. Mm. Which I'm like, has it been that long since you started up? I don't know now. The thing we don't know how much time. time Obviously, we know it, we know like a year has passed yeah. since the last film, but we don't actually know how much time has passed since yeah. in the, in the actual but film time. Bar, bar him being overpowered, I thought it was quite a good little cameo. Yeah. To have I liked it. it. I thought it was funny, yeah. like the way he kept changing scenery and Thor couldn't handle it. He was like dropping his drink and all stuff yeah. like that. And then, uh, when um, he releases Loki, he's like, I've been pulling for 30 minutes. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny as well. Yeah. Speaking of Loki, I feel like he is like uh, the MVP of whatever film he's in, basically. You think? I really do. Like, I think... If he was if he wasn't in these Thor films plus even plus Avengers as well, I think they would be so much worse. I just think his character is maybe it's probably probably due to um, he's like a what an anti-hero. Yeah, he's not even really he's not even really an and because he's always he's pretty much always bad. Like he pretty much always does the same he's thing. Fun though, isn't he? But he's I think because his character is so charming, you just really you like yeah. Tom Hiddleston puts a good spin on it. You just, I really like Loki, even though he's obviously a terrible person. But um, but yeah, I think like every film he's in, basically like every Marvel film he's in, he makes it better. Like, and there's no coincidence that I, well, I think I don't know if you guys agree, but he's been the best villain of any Marvel film, like out of out of all of them so far. I think in, the, in Avengers one. Disagree. Agree. Um, well, well Spider Man's Marvel in it. Yeah, I kind of you know I'm a, I'm a sucker for Spider Man, so I, I like the Vulcan or Vulture mm. or whatever. Vulture, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree Loki though because I can't think of any really really good ones. Because they're not generally they're not great <laughs> Marvel villains. Yeah, they're, right, they're right, pretty though. rubbish. I thought it's quite funny how when Thor came back at the beginning and Loki was pretending to be. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did all that play and stuff. And Matt and Damon coming, was in it. Yeah, well. he literally just said that was like the weirdest cameo I've ever seen. Could, this is it, it all makes sense now because basically um, there's a there's a chat show called is it Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. yeah. Jimmy and Kimmel, yeah. he has this like ongoing pretend feud with Matt Damon mm. and he might have Matt Damon on the show and Matt Damon sneaks onto the show and stuff and he was in the dress room with uh, Tiger Y. How did you say his name? Tiger Y. T. C. Yeah, him for. 
Chris Hemsworth and uh, I think uh, the guy who plays Loki as well. Right? Edison. Yeah, and he was just there, like messing about, and I was like, "Why the hell would you even be there?" Yeah, now it makes sense. So yeah, that yeah. was funny. And even like when um, uh, Loki like disguises Odin, he sees Thor, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> all that. Like, I think just to see Anthony yeah, Hopkins go exactly. <laughs> like the joke, I think the, they did, they did like more than probably maybe Guardians was the only one. Guardians two, sorry. Was the only one, but they did try to put like a lot of humour in it, yeah. which I think most of it paid off. I would say yeah. that there was this woman behind me who was cackling at every single. Oh, yeah, we saw this girl. The woman behind us was cackling at every single day. I was like, it's not that funny. Like it's pretty funny, but it's, it's not, not like laugh yeah. out loud. Like do you know what I mean? But no, I thought it was really decent. I wanted um, to ask about. Sorry, I'm jumping in, but I wanted to ask about. So when uh, Hulk was fighting that huge dog. Mm-hmm. He got bitten in his leg, and it, it was like quite gruesome that they like zoomed in on it because it was like the, the fucking uh, tooth going all the way in. Mm. So like when he turns back to Mark Ruffalo, is it gonna just be like nah. a mosquito bite? <laughs> no, no, no. He just won't have anything. He won't have anything. No. I thought like Hulk was indestructible. Like he is, isn't he? He is pretty much. I mean, you can, but like so for example, the Inhumans guy. You watched it. Yeah. 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 So he, he, he basically, if he talks, he... he, he, well, he I watched the first episode where he talks and kills his parents. Oh, that was so... It was bare funny. I was cracking up. I was like, what the hell just Mate, happened? that was hilarious. But basically, if that guy speaks at Hulk, at Hulk, he'll break Hulk's arms and legs kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. So Hulk isn't indestructible because I think there's even a... I think Joe mentioned it. There's a time where Hulk... Like... Well, Tony's... Tony's Wolverine st- and then Wolverine cuts him out from inside out. Because yeah. like uh, Tony Stark has that like vision of Hulk dead in it with like loads of harpoons in him or something. Like, he has a vision and, of all of them. And, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In and that's, that's supposed to be like of the Infinity yeah. War okay. fighting Thanos or whatever. Interesting, interesting. Right. Interesting, interesting. Any other um, thoughts on Thor? What, what, do you think, what do you think of the story, the story as a whole? Uh, like Asgard being destroyed and you know. I thought it was quite good because they just seem to be such an is it omnipotent people yeah and it's quite good to see that they they do have a weakness if they yeah. don't have their almighty god then mm. i what i didn't really understand was how odin mm. so powerful got manipulated by loki and then you soon realize that he actually wasn't manipulated by loki he was just chilling out <laughs> in, in uh, on earth yeah and then the fact that because he wasn't on asgard this his daughter was then going to rise and they didn't really give any explanation as to why because his presence was there she yeah. didn't come up and then like what I also didn't get was he was very unhelpful who? Odin Odin like he he literally just died yeah like that with no yeah. explanation yeah. and he didn't explain to Thor or Loki really how to stop the daughter he was just like alright oh, you, you are super powerful you are the god of thunder mm. and I do love you my mischievous son kind of thing and I was like okay mm. Right. Yeah. But besides that, it's a fairly it's a it's a standard story, isn't it? It's there's a big bad villain that you can't defeat. Mm. You get you go on your journey of self discovery, you come back. In this case, you don't beat the villain. Yeah. You get someone else to do. Do you think it. she's still alive? Do you think she'll make an appearance in another film again? Probably not. Well, this is the problem I've got. Yeah, because she called herself the goddess of death, didn't she? Mm-hmm. So is she the entity death? No, she's not that silly. Well, this is it, because Thanos is in love with the entity death. Okay. So if she's deaf, then I assume she is still alive. Maybe. But if she's not, then I don't know why they called her... What? I guess they called her the goddess of death because she killed those two, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was decent. I liked it. I liked it. It's probably not in my... It's definitely not nice. No, definitely not in my top five. 
it's it's probably somewhere around like you know the eight to twelve. What are we on region. now? Is this number seventeen? Oh god, 18? I have no idea, mate. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I've, I've I've I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's one of the ones where I watched a trailer and I was thinking like, I'm probably gonna think this is, yeah. I'm probably gonna enjoy this and I did so yeah just did what it was supposed to really that's it yeah exactly, exactly. and I think Thor is like one of the more like because uh, he's such a simple character yeah I think it's funny having humour in it yeah exactly and he, he plays off it quite well as yeah. well and I, yeah I think there's not even that, that many jokes it's just kind of like the, the way the lines are written and the way he's the, obviously like they say it's, it's done improv yes yeah. well a lot of it's done improv so that's why you can see like the way there was just kind of the way they say the lines just makes yeah. it, it makes it funnier. I thought Idris was good as well in it. Yeah, he was decent. Yeah. I, 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 I quite like, like him. His character as well. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like him with dreads as well. It looks good. It's good with dread looks. But yeah, any other any other thoughts about that? No, mate. No, no mate. It's good. Gladly, I'm glad I enjoyed it. Yeah. A solid Marvel film. Yeah, there well, there wasn't like overkill on the battles. I mean, it was still quite crazy but it wasn't like a, an hour long mm. like yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy just seemed so long and tedious I was just saying the only problem with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was that bloody villain was so Shite. rubbish yeah like, yeah it wasn't great they, they exchanged I can't remember they ex- well I mean they didn't really lose anything because they exchanged with Fox to get that character they exchanged uh, is it Negasonic Warhead teenager person okay. <laughs> that was that, the one from Deadpool I don't know oh. what the girl yeah I think so yeah, whatever her yeah. name is. But they exchanged that for the the um, the living planet. You yeah. go living planet. The living planet. Fair enough. I did think at the end that uh, they were gonna bump it, like the end credit scene. I thought they were gonna bump into the Guardians. Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy, but I suppose that's the intro to another one, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. What's the next Marvel film? Black Panther. Which yeah. Looks all right. We'll get ready for that. But then after that, uh, is it Infinity War after that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Decent. Decent. All right. But we've got, we've got Justice League in two weeks. Oh yeah, Boo. yeah. And Punisher. Uh, Justin's gonna be. Boo. I think Justin's gonna be. I really think good. I think they're gonna make it humorous, so it'll be better. I think it's gonna be really. Good. I think I think as much as I don't think Ezra Miller is gonna play the perfect part as the Flash, I think he's gonna be this, like, this ditzy character, and it's gonna be funny. Right. And I think. I but they kind of made it out to be like such a dark film because like Batman, like for the the Dark Knight, that kind of series is like really like quite, you know, like. Um, I don't know. It's just like I'm trying to think of another word to describe it other than dark and like. I know what you mean. Though. A bit like because like the Batman Gotham is like gothic, in it. Yeah. So it's that kind of like uh, story. So the Justice League, I thought they were. I think. I, don't know. I reckon. I think they did change the. Um, I reckon the tone has probably mm-hmm. changed from the because obviously it was was it Zack Snyder who was directing it before. Yeah, and well, now, he still uh, is, I think. And then and Josh Whedon like, yeah. came in to help. So them. I reckon Josh Whedon coming in to help, I reckon it's changed, they've changed the tone quite a bit because of that, because obviously the Marvel films are a lot lighter than, yeah. than the DC films are. So I reckon they're trying to put a bit of a lighter tone on it. Because they said... Because people people thought, apparently, this is a collective thought, that uh, Batman v Superman was too dark. I don't know if they mean that actual, like, visually, or if they mean that tone-wise. <laughs> but... I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was particularly too dark. I thought the, the film just wasn't very good. Yeah, that's it. The film wasn't very good. I feel like I should watch... I don't know why, I don't know why, but I feel like I should watch it again. You can borrow it if you want. I might do, just to see, like, if I, if I still think it's shit, basically. But I don't know. But yeah, I think, just think, I think it'll be pretty good. I'm I really, I'm really looking that. forward to seeing it. But yeah. So, what else have we got to talk about? What else we got? Well, what have we got? What have we seen? You haven't seen Kidnapped. No, but I've seen Stranger Things. I've seen Arrow. I've seen Flash. I've seen. Have you seen Gifted. Blade Runner? No, but you can call, talk. We've about seen it, Happy Death Day. We've all seen that. Oh yeah, I've seen Happy Death yeah. Day. Yeah, all right. Happy Death Day. So this is a film about a girl who basically le- re- 
who dies on her birthday and she keeps reliving that day and realises that in order for her to stop, in order for her to move past this day, she needs to find her killer. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And it's Pretty about, much. It's about an hour and a half of that. So, I thought, going into this film, I thought that I wasn't going to enjoy it. I thought it was just going to be, oh, yes, like, a film that, you know, like a throw one, sort of like, oh, yeah, I saw it, it wasn't great, we'll move on. But actually, by the end of it, I actually really thought it was a pretty decent film. And it's, I, it's kind of it's the kind of film I wish was like a screen unseen, which because it would have been a lot better. We haven't talked about this. Oh, oh no. we need to we need, oh, to, no. we need to talk about that quickly because we haven't talked about the screen unseen that we last saw. It was terrible. Go, go for it, it was a terrible it. film. No, oh, let's we'll talk about Happy Death Day. Let's yeah. talk about that first. But yeah, I thought it was a decent film. Good, decent bit of humor. And uh, I yeah. don't know why I didn't. I don't know why I thought you guys wouldn't like it. Yeah, I, I really. I, know, I've got to say that actually, of all the movies this year, that's like up there as for really. Really, really fucking good I, film. I, I, wow. I thought it was really, really clever, enjoyed. but I, ge- I genuinely... I didn't see the plot twist coming. Did you not? Know I, I didn't see it at we, all. We were like, <gasps> yeah, literally, literally looking literally at each other. from the get-go, I was like, right, let's stand up about this girl. Yeah. And as soon as... Do you know Because I thought there was something funny about her. As yeah. soon as I saw that she was in a hospital, like, she worked in a hospital, I was like, right. I was like, that's going to be it. Yeah. I, wish I'd, I wish I'd said it. I wish I'd said something to you guys <laughs> in the chat, because I was like, yeah, I've got to say something, just a hint, and then... Hopefully I'll be right. Mm. But then I was like, oh no, if they watch it, then I've given it away, kind of thing. Mm. But yeah. So when? So when? So like? But she, yeah, because she doesn't actually. So trying to find out who's her killer, she never does follow her roommate, does she? Yeah. So it's like so, yeah, the roommate it. is. So she thinks she's just. Working. Yeah, it appears the roommate appears to be like super nice, like no grudges against her or anything. So like she doesn't even think to look like even look for her, and she goes after like. Have many people? I think she, I think she, she did it like sixteen times or something, wasn't it? Was it fifteen or sixteen times? I think she said. Yeah. Is the amount of times she the tried thing to. Is, the thing is, though, yeah. Can I just say, uh, she could have handled that a little bit better. Then she probably should have just died again, done a perfect day again, and then killed her. She might not come back because she, she was getting weaker true, and weaker. True, really. true. So, so yeah. Every time this girl died, and came back to life, she was getting weaker. So there was one point where she died, came back, and then she went to the hospital. I think because she was so weak. And then the doctor uh, was looking at her x-rays and saying, like, basically, like, you should be dead because of all, like, the lacerations and stuff in your yeah. body. So, like, scars from her getting stabbed all the time. So, yeah, she might not have made it if she'd, if she'd done it again. But... This girl was a psychotic killer, though. Like, she killed policemen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> she just got away with yeah. it. But no, this is... Yeah, no, like no, no, so, like, me and Ollie were saying... So, like, the, the time before she actually found the killer, so when she thought that she found the right guy... She just um, basically went to hospital and murdered someone because the guy hadn't attacked her yet. Yeah. So she no, just went. She, yeah. So she went, she, she went, got the cop to leave to yeah. say that this guy's going to escape. Yeah. Goes in the room. So attacks you know. him for technically. Well, not attack. Well, he technically he attacked her, but she approached him and then he attacked her and then she killed him. So she committed at, at, at minimum she committed manslaughter. <laughs> and she was just in her dorm room like three hours later eating a cupcake, which kills her. But me and I were just like, what the, what the hell? But yeah. But the same thing happens again when she kills her. Yeah, and she, yeah she committed manslaughter again. Like, you can say it's self-defense, fair enough. But like, I mean, she seems to be pretty happy about it. I mean, obviously... No, I like it because like at the end died. of that day, she yeah. was at the cafe with like a, her new boyfriend yeah. or whatever just talking about it. Better twist would have been that she was just stuck in that day forever. I did think... For, uh, to be fair, when... I thought that when she... When she ate the cupcake and she died in her sleep and woke up, I thought that the twist was going to be that she was just in an everlasting loop of uh, that day. No, the, the, 
he played that trick on her, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. That was that, yeah, the trick at the end. That was, that was hilarious. But no, I thought it was... No, cool. like, he, he, he like, put oh, the alarm on yeah. and he was like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not funny. But uh, one thing I didn't get was why she, um, that, the bit where she just decided to get naked and walk around campus. Why'd she do that? What was the need, what no, was the need for that? It's funny, because no one's going to remember. I guess, but it was super unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is, I guess. But, um, yeah, no, it was funny. There was some good laughs in there. Um, and it's one of the films there where, like, I was just uh, unexpectedly surprised by how much I liked it. So, yeah. yeah good mm. film. Yeah, really good. I can't think of anything worse that is being trapped in that oh, same yeah. day over and over. Like this, uh, it's, um, have you seen that film with Tom Cruise? Live, Die, Repeat? Or yeah. yeah. Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Well, now it's Live, Die, Repeat now. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. they changed it, didn't they? Yeah, that was a strange one, but that was just right. Mm. Doing a second one of those. I like that film too. They really? Yeah. Live, die, repeat, repeat. <laughs> Is that actually cool? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> 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 I joke. But um, so yeah. Any other words to say about? Would you, would you rate it? I'd say it's a solid seven. Yeah. Solid seven. Yeah. Seven. You? I'll give it an eight. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, man. Fair enough. All right. I want to quickly, oh. quickly glance over the screen unseen that me and Chris. So me and Chris saw. Two screen unscenes. Yeah. One was, did we talk about one? We didn't one? talk about Death of Stalin, but I don't really want to talk about it. To okay, well, do you, do you, do you want to I'll just quickly go, go Death on. of Stalin, if you like the humour that they brought along, then you'd probably give it like a 10 out of 10. Mm. However, I did not like the humour. No. Nor did I understand why they made a film based on the Death of Stalin. It was just... I just well, what do you mean, like, understand the humour? Like, I, like, I thought it was quite like, British humour. Dry and sarcastic? Yeah, it's it quite dry, dry, I think, yeah. yeah. And it was just like... Is it like a Ricky Gervais kind of dry... I don't know, not really. Basically, what I need to find out, which I still haven't done, is if the events that happened in the film were actually true events that happened in real life. I think they were. Because if they were, then I've learnt something and that gives the film an extra little bit of rating. <laughs> Otherwise, Fact. it was just like a boring film. I, like, it was I was just boring. like, uh, it's just, it, wasn't, it wasn't for me. It's it just, just as simple as that, really. I just didn't understand because they were. they Because were, there's no superheroes. No, no because they were, do, cause they were taking the film. As if it was kind of like, yeah, like we're doing like a parody of this, of, of uh, Russia or wherever it was in the 1950s or 40s, whatever year it was, or 60s, I don't know. And like, we're going to make this really funny bit of comedy, da, da, da. And then at the end, they give you like subtitles to say, yeah, this happened in this year, this happened in this year. He did this in this year to make it seem like it was a factual film. I just didn't really understand what they were trying to do. And from the start, every character in this film is Russian. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And they're all speaking English in American in American accents. I thought it was like a play because obviously USA and Russia have this kind of beef between each other for yeah. so long. So I thought Hollywood was just trying to poke. Because obviously with Trump and everything going on with the Russian inquiry, mm. they're just like poking the bear, aren't they? I guess, but I just, didn't, I just didn't get it. The death of Stalin, one of their leaders, I and guess. they're all speaking... Yeah, maybe, maybe. I just thought it was rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> Personally, I just didn't like it. There was like one it. bit that I saw, like, there was loads of laughing from the other people in the cinema, but there was only one bit I really laughed at, and that's the bit where, like, they're like... Is it like a woman gets slapped? No, 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 no. They're, they're, like, grappling each other, and the guy just won't let go, they won't let go of each other. Because <laughs> it went off for like, a little bit too long, yeah. and it just, it just made me laugh. So that's the thing, that's, the, that's, that's, that's like, British humour, I would yeah. say. But no, that made me laugh. So, but, yeah. That was one devastating... That wasn't like, great. That was we, good. What would you rate that? Oh, five. I'd probably give it like a four. It's yeah. only because it's factual in yeah. a way, and I laughed at two pretty, bits. Pretty terrible. But 
You it don't take a lot I to give you, for you to give the film a five. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's literally like, I've had three, so I went to Scream Unseen, which was poor. I went to these two Screen Unseen, and mm. then poor. Mm. How many have you seen? Five? I've, I've seen five. What was the other one? Minehorn and... Baby Driver. Baby, Baby Driver, fantastic. Yeah. That's up there. Minehorn was funny. As, that was British humour I can get with. But the, 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 I didn't think it'd get worse, honestly. Like, And then we had this film. So the, we saw The Florida Project, which... I guess is a film that's supposed to show poverty, I guess, in uh, Florida. in Florida. Like, ju- I think it's supposed to ju- do a bit like a juxtaposition of, like, poverty. Because obviously people, um, when they think about Florida, they think about, like, Orlando, Disney, like, Disney World, that sort of thing. And I think it's supposed to be... And I think this hotel place was supposed to be located near to, near to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a juxtaposition of these people who were living in, like poverty and stuff kind of as opposed to people who come to Disney to Florida to you know spend shitloads of money have yeah. fun da, da, da. so like there's even a bit so like these these this basically it's centered around these kids like uh, the main little girl probably like what six or seven years old mm. this little girl called Mooney and her mum I want to say Haley, but I'm not sure if that's right and her mates and they're basically like showing them like basically their struggles of like basically they have, they've got their money the mum hasn't got a job um, and like they just can't really afford to either live or eat because, <laughs> but to live the base, the mum ends up uh, becoming a prostitute to um, obviously get money to for rent yeah. and for food. They basically go their mum. It sounds deep already. It's not, but it's, di- it's not. It's not. They did, they did. I mean, it is. If you look, if you look past it, I suppose it is deep. But when I was watching it, I'm a very like I'm a when I watch films, I'm a very I'm a very like straightforward person like what I see is what I, what is what I see I don't, don't think don't like interpret it yeah I don't because I don't want to I don't want to inter- I don't want to watch films that I have to that's inter- like South Park though like <laughs> but thing, I thing is like I think like for me that there, there, I saw that there was like because I've been in Florida and I, I've, I've driven I've been on the road where you see like loads of motels and stuff and it's mm. like it's, they're literally in the middle of like nowhere there's like just roads and roads and, and like yeah. you've got these it's, it's centralised around this Kid called Mooney, like, like we said, and it's like, she, it's almost like she doesn't know what to do with what she, with herself. So she she has these little adventures, and they're not really adventures. They're just playing, to be yeah. fair. And it's like they're on some holiday. So. Yeah, and like so, a big thing that happens in it is they accidentally burn down a house, mm. which was random and and also very inconsequential. Yeah, like they burnt down the house, and as a result, the only thing that happened was. So there was there was there was three kids at the start, Mooney, the uh, I can't remember the boys' name, friend. Nah, there was two there was two boys. Yeah. One of the boys moved away, and then they brought in another girl from a a, ho- a motel like across the road, to be part of their like friendship group, and then those three collectively burned down the house. And the only consequence of that was that the boy who lit them <laughs> who lit the match to burn down the house, his mum said, "Oh yeah, you can't be friends with these anymore." However, I feel like we might have missed a bit, and the fact that. The only reason that social services were called round to the motel was because of that woman. Yeah. So it all did tie in, didn't it? So that that the kid not talking to the girl then led the mum not giving the food to the mum and daughter. So then led to the mum's having a fight, which then led to the mum who got beaten up, mm. telling the police essentially about the other mum being had been a prostitute, mm. right. which then led to the kid being taken away. Oh, we can talk about the ending later because I know he he hated the ending. Yeah. But I just like. As a film, like yeah, you can you can you, 
you feel for the kids because obviously they haven't got a lot and it's not their fault they haven't got a lot but they're making the best of what they got mm. and like they hit home about a few things like the motel owner he's like he he's obviously struggling a little bit himself like trying to maintain everything because his, man- his manager wants everything in specific ways and then he looks after the kids on his CCTV because he's like checking everything and he sees stops, a, stops a, stops oh, a paedophile yeah, pretty much yeah. from like har- molesting them essentially yeah. and um so like obviously it hits home on those 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 few things because uh, maybe they're more pre- is it prevalent in them places yeah so uh, but as a film like it was getting five stars oh really and it's just not good so like I think as a film uh, most films for me for them to be good I think there needs to be like a clear plot or narrative and the either protagonist or antagonist needs to be. Like you wouldn't root for them, they need to be like likable. Yeah, but you ne- you never get those are never the films that get ten out of ten and hundred percent, are they? It's I feel like they are like, though. No, because what's your like, favorite film? Lord of the Rings. Is there not a clear protagonist and a, pro- and a clear plot in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah, but so no, then what's the what no, you no, talking no, about? I don't know. Maybe I'm not explaining <laughs> it, but like so, like you know, obviously the Oscars movies that sometimes there isn't really. It isn't always such a clear. It's not always clear cut, but yeah, they, they I'm say saying, that, yeah. that yeah. because of the the thing, the subject that they may be talking about, yeah. that that is a ten, you know, ten percent, hundred percent movie. I get Obviously, no, I like, get that. But for know, me, I'm saying for me, for yeah, me personally, right. for me personally, that's that's just how I like to view my films. And for me, I kind of spent the whole film thinking like, okay, where where are we gonna get to the bit where I realize what's happening, like what they want to do? Because we were just kind of like following, like we we're kind of just like following these kids, like having, like playing, and I was a bit like. I don't really get what like and from the start like the kids seem kind of awful to be honest because they just start spitting on this woman's car and from then I was like I don't like these and kids they swear they are so they're much. so these kids are so ill behaved I was like I don't I don't like these kids the mum is terrible the mum the mum hasn't got a job like and I and and she just seems like a like a despicable person she clearly can't raise her kids because her kids are fuck her kids are her, her kid is a brat like. I get, I like the the girl who did the job as actor. Like she was pretty decent. I I, I give her that. But the actual character of Mooney, I, I didn't like her. She was a brat. So was the other kid, and so was the so was the ginger kid. Like they just couldn't. They couldn't even sit still. It was really. It was it just irritating me. Tell me about the ending. So uh yeah. So you get to all, all the way to um basically the basically the, the kid's about to be taken away yeah by social services. social services and she runs to her friend's house basically to like crying. So it doesn't, doesn't explain what's happened either. Yeah, she just, she just says like, um, "This might be the last time I see you again, so I need to say goodbye." And she's like crying, and then the other girl grabs her hand, and then then they then they run away, and the camera, the camera style changes to like an like you're filming filming through an iPhone, okay. and you just see that like and it speeds up to maybe, probably like one or two times fast, but you, all you hear then is music like uh, like film music, not not in film music if you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's just them running, 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 running. Um, and then they get to Disneyland and they run into Disneyland and the film ends. At which point I was, at which point I was like, I was actually like, I, I was, at that point I was actually like, okay, this film is, is average. Like I would give this probably a five or a six. When it ended, the way that ended, I give it a one. Like it, I, it just didn't make sense to me. I was, I was like, I was just like, what did I just watch? Like this m- makes no sense and people are like oh yeah like I was looking like reading people uh, review it on Twitter and stuff and they like loads of people loved it loads of people hated it um, 
people saying like, oh yeah, you need to interpret the ending. It's open ended. It's like a juxtaposition of people going to Disneyland to make their dreams come true, and uh, these girls trying to escape to a world to forget about their troubles. Blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like genuinely, I didn't give a shit. Like if they made the film about about if they sent the film around the mum and her struggling to get a job and then having to resort to prostitution to feed their kids and then maybe social services take her kids away and she's got a fight to get them back. That would have been a better film for me, personally, rather than watch these brats uh, run around and cause terror. This is literally the most pointless film. <laughs> I, just didn't, I, just didn't, I just did not like it. Worst film of the year? Yeah. It's up there. Really? It's genuinely, it's genuinely I, up there. I'm giving it Ouch. a 2 out of 10. Oh, it's genuinely up there. It's such a right... And it's I fucking just, lucky to get a 2. I just didn't like it. I can, I, I can kind of understand why some people like it because like, I feel like a lot of people are... Because it's kind of like abstract. So I get why a lot of people who are more like... I suppose artsy and creative, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of side of their brain, will like that film. But that's not me. I'm not an I'm not a creative, I'm not a creative guy. I'm a practical like what I see is what I see sort of guy. So I like films that are entertaining, can, that are entertaining, and I can clearly see where they're going, or at least I can guess where they're going. With this film, there was n- no narrative. Anyway, it was rubbish. I so. never understand why they do like the most entertaining movies aren't always like the most top rated. What do you mean? So like the Marvel films, I don't know what they they are rated as, mm. but and obviously they're making absolute tons of money. Yeah. But like, mm. entertaining wise, I'm sure that people find them very entertaining. Mm. But I don't. I guess that's not what they look for in a movie, do they? They're like, oh well, it's got to have this deeper meaning. Oh yeah, it's got to have yeah, yeah. Reflective yeah. of current yeah. society. The like, and that. Oh, you can't have a superhero movie as ten out of ten because it's so you know it's fiction. Mm. Oh well, anyway. But yeah, I wasn't a fan of that film. I watched in it. In the slightest. <laughs> I watched it. <sighs> so. What'd you give it? Okay. Consumer, consumer advice. Because I'm, I'm battling myself if what I think was worse. It was between, of the worst films I've seen this year, it's either this, Sleepless or Transformers. And I think Sleepless, I'm disregarding <laughs> uh, Sleepless. Sorry, this is the worst. Do you think? Because yeah. I think Transformers was... So genuinely, yeah, bad. but at least there was an A to B in Transformers, yeah. I suppose it didn't make sense, but there was an A to B, yeah. I'll probably give us a two to be honest. Uh, up until up until the ending, I would have given it five. I would have said, Yeah, this is average. Nah, he's being generous, I would have given it two the whole way through, but yeah, crappy film, anyway. Enlightened news, moving on, moving on. Uh, Ollie, do you want to talk about anything you've watched this week? Uh, no, I've already talked about some of the films that I've watched. Mm. What you haven't talked about what you've watched. Uh, oh, okay. I watched a film called Ingrid, Ingrid Goes West. Uh, oh! The other day. It's on there, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you, are you going to watch it, Chris? Uh, I will, but you can talk about it. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... No, no spoilers. Yeah, I'll... No, I'll, no, I'll, no spoil it. No, go I won't on. spoil no, it. No, you can spoil it. I'll, I can talk about it without spoilers. No, because no, it's not time I just watch it, so just, just spoil it. Right. Um, he hasn't even seen what happens on Monday. Have you not? <laughs> and you suggested it. Fuck it, old Chris. That was like a month ago, if that. Maybe longer. I got I got a lot of pit where they're chopping off their fingers. Oh, okay. So at least you've started watching it. Yeah. But, um, okay, so Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid Goes West. Um... Is a film starring Aubrey Plaza. Um, I think she was in Legion, and she's in what uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Um, oh yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Ice Cube son, mm. and um, Elizabeth Olsen. I think she's she the other Olsen, right? Yeah. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. So basically, it's about this girl, who, her mum basically her mum her mum was her best friend. We like, we don't see her mum in the film, but we're led to believe that her mum was like her best friend, and her mum gets gets ill and she dies. And so she can't. 
this is why I'm ter- interpreting the film anyway. She kind of has to fill this void left by her mum by gaining like a new best friend. And the way she does that is she tries to do it through social media. So the way the film starts, it's just, it's like uh, people like it, people. Uh, so like you're reading the comments of an Instagram post, but it's people like saying the comments out, saying it out loud. And like you, you hear loads of like double clicking, like to like a picture and stuff like that. And the way the film starts is basically um, the lead character, Ingrid, she goes to a wedding and she says to this girl, thanks for inviting me. You see you next Tuesday. And she sprays her with pepper spray and she gets sectioned and she gets put into, she gets, sent, yeah, she gets sent to a mental institution. And then it like it's like her, and then it goes to like her like um, voiceovering, writing. I think either I think a letter or an email to um, this girl that she pepper sprayed, saying like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I know we're really good friends. I didn't mean to react like that." Blah blah blah. blah saying yeah. like, "Oh, like sorry, like your friend Ingrid." Blah, blah, blah. She always signs it off, "Your friend, your friend Ingrid." Ingrid. And then you find out like ten minutes later that this her and this girl were never friends. The only thing that happened was that after her mum died, I think she she liked one of her posts on Instagram. And so she took that as them being like good friends. So at which point you realise this girl's a bit loopy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously you realise that. Right, at the start of the film she pepper sprays the girl. But yeah. So then she basically like it goes into like a mode of depression until she finds this uh this woman's Instagram. This is Elizabeth Olsen. She finds her Instagram and she starts like liking pictures and stuff like that and um like once it she like thinks like, Oh yeah, I wanna be this girl's friend and I think something something along the lines of like there's a picture of food of the uh, Elizabeth Olsen's food on Instagram and she's like wondering what to say as a comment and she one of the one thing that made me laugh was that she typed out um oh my god that looks so good dot 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 what's your email address <laughs> which made probably made me laugh but then she like she scrapped it and it, it's something she in the end she wrote something along the lines of that looks so good uh where'd you get it from or something like that and then in uh Elizabeth Olsen. What's her name? Taylor, I think her name. I'm not sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, that was uh, Chris's Amazon thingy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, Taylor says, um, oh, yeah, it's this place in LA. You should try it next time you're here. And she takes that as an invitation for her to just pack up and move to LA to try and... Basically, she moves, she moves all her stuff. To, uh, she gets, sorry, she gets... Um, her mum dies and leaves her $60,000. Okay. And she gets that money. She moves to LA. Um, to try and basically be this woman's friend and basically she just goes through a whole ordeal of like recreating her life so she's kind of like exactly like her so she gets her hair done the same way she shops uh, where she shops she eats where she eats and all stuff like that Psycho. and yeah she's like, literally going to kill them and like, take their, <laughs> their identity, like trying to find out where this woman's going to be so that she can just casually bump into her and then begin friends so the way she does that basically she steals the woman's dog and um then brings up so she can bring the dog back and then she gets to talking to them and they become friends and blah, blah, blah. That'd be so great if she was like, oh, I'm so glad I've got rid of that dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you keep it. So, <laughs> so yeah. That they, Glenn, wasn't it? She, <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, where was I? Sorry. So, yeah, they become friends. Um, she has to basically, like, lie to keep up this facade of... Because she's not, she's not the person that she's pretending to be, right. but she just really, really, really badly wants to ha- wants this woman to be her friend. Right. So she's like going to all these different lengths to try and keep up this lie. Yeah. Like she tells them that her landlord is her boyfriend. Her, the landlord is um O'Shea Jackson Jr. She tells them that that's her boyfriend, and they pretend to go out. And then Taylor's mum, Taylor's mum, Taylor's brother, 
comes and visits to visit her and he basically like susses out that like, Ingrid's like a fucking weirdo basically yeah. and he he takes her phone and somehow manages somehow manages to get oh no he's because <laughs> uh, the password to Ingrid's phone is um, Taylor's birthday weirdly so he get wow. he yeah so he hacked into Ingrid's phone and sees basically like all the stuff that she's done like her Instagram posts like the fact that she's just like buying everything that Taylor's got in her house and all this stuff and he basically like I'm going to tell Taylor because you seem like a psychopath and I don't obviously I don't want you to this the brother seems like a douchebag but it seems at this point like he's trying to protect his sister mm-hmm. uh, which, and then he keeps the phone and he's like you need to give me $5,000 or $50,000 or something like that for me to keep quiet mm-hmm. so she goes to O'Shea Jackson and she's like oh she you know she gets she pays a kid to punch her in the face and then goes to O'Shea Jackson and said oh yeah the brother punched me in the face um uh we need to go and stop him da-da-da. so then they get the brother drag him out to like the desert or something like that and then an, an altercation happens and they like kind of like she ends up hitting him over the head with the brother over the head with a crowbar and leaves him in the desert and in the altercation um O'Shea Jackson gets beaten up so he gets put in hospital the brother's in the desert and then uh Taylor finds out basically that just she finds out everything basically that this that Ingrid left her brother to die and uh she's basically been stalking her all this time da-da-da. and she's basically she's like like you're not my friend you're you need help da-da-da. like don't don't contact me ever again. Yeah. And Ingrid's taking this to be like, oh, like, why are you being like this? Like, we're friends, like, stuff like that. So she gets so desperate that she, like, buys the house next to them so that she can live there. But she, she's she got no money left. Like, she hasn't got a job, she hasn't got anything. So she just bought a house and the house is, like, stinking and flies everywhere. She's got no electricity, no no running water, like, no nothing. And all she's got, <laughs> all she's got is her phone and she just keeps checking her social media to see what this girl's posted or and she's like, keep trying to call her and stuff like that and basically in the end she um confronts taylor like saying like i just wanted to be your friend she and uh, taylor says like everything about you was fake and then she says back to her but everything about you is fake you, you were never like this you were exactly like me when you first came to la blah 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 uh taylor says i'm nothing like you basically like you're crazy go away leave me alone never talk to me again so then goes back and tries to kill herself um, she takes a load of pills and alcohol, whatever, and then she wakes up in hospital, and no, sorry, she does, she does an Instagram live video, uh, basically saying that she's gonna kill herself, saying like she's sorry for all the stuff that she's doing. She's like, she doesn't mean to be crazy, blah 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 blah, and um, she has all these pills and obviously passes out. Wakes up in hospital, and O'Shea Jackson's there, and he's like, um, oh yeah, like I saved you. I called the ambulance, blah blah blah. But like, look at your phone. Look at all these um people commenting on your. Cause she wakes up in like a room full of like balloons and flowers like get well stuff like that and then she looks at her Instagram and there's loads of people commenting saying oh stay strong uh, be be happy don't kill yourself blah, blah, blah. like all these happy comments whatever and then she like starts smiling and then something just ends so it's kind of weird yeah it's kind of weird because mm, I'm not sure that's a good ending to have exactly exactly so I think the the, the reason they did that was be- kind of to show like this is, I had the exact same thought that you had when the film ended. Yeah. So it's kind of like saying, like... It's okay to do this and then try and kill yourself because then in the end... Exactly, right. exactly. But the way, the way it ended it, it's obviously... That's the way they've ended it, but it makes you think, oh, this isn't okay. Yeah. Like, when you watch it, thinking, like, it definitely should have ended like this. It should have ended her being like, I shouldn't be so obsessed with social media, blah, 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 blah. Um, I shouldn't let my... I shouldn't let uh, this thing control my life. But that's not how it ended. It ended the exact opposite way of yeah. what you what you think it would end. So it kind of like, got me thinking, like, for a minute, thinking, like, I can't believe that people, are, like, could be this obsessed with, like, yeah. how 
uh, other people view their life and to the point where they like it would make them want to kill themselves and stuff like that. So it was a pretty very uh, true, very deep, isn't it? It's a, it's, a, it's a decent film. I think you guys should watch it uh, when you, if you ever get the chance. I think it's coming out in cinemas sometime soon in UK cinemas anyway because I know it's come out in America. It came out in August. Um, oh right, okay. Yeah, but no, it's the, I, I I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't know if you guys. I, I felt like my description wasn't great, but I don't. I'll, know. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, it sounds alright to me. What's the rating you'd give it? Uh, seven. Seven. Solid seven. Yeah. Solid seven. Right. Yeah. That's decent. Mm. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? No, but speaking of O'Shea Jackson, I did watch uh, Straight Outta Compton again. Yep. Like it. Love that movie, man. So yeah. good. Such a sweet soundtrack, isn't it? Mm. Banging. That's one thing that's good about Stranger Things this season. What's that? Better soundtrack. 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 I didn't really take notes. Everyone's soundtrack. been talking about Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things too. for me... I was I was really sceptical and really worried that it wouldn't be as good as the first one. But? It's just as good as the first one. This is the first one really good. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I was worried that... I feel like season three has got to be there in now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just going to get too batshit crazy, really. Mm. Um, Maybe you watch it? Yeah, right. I've seen it, yeah. I didn't realise why they called her number 11. I must have missed that in the first season, or I must have just totally forgot why, why they, they called her 11. Oh. An imprint of 11. So there must be 11 or more yeah. people like her out there. Yeah. So I suppose that that's what season 4 or 5 or 6 could be about. Mm. Going to find the others. I think that's what they were alluding to with um, the... Eight. Uh, yeah, with 8, yeah. But um, I think because have you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, yeah. Ollie, do you give a shit if we? Or should we talk? We'll wait till Glenn's, till Glenn's watched it, then we can all just chat, chat about it together. So, yeah, because you're probably listening to this anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, do you want to quickly go over some TV and then we can just end this thing? Yeah, go on. Yeah. So I want to about the gifted because we haven't we haven't talked about the gifted yet, mm. and I feel like it is pretty decent to quite good. Mm. Like, so the gifted is basically an X Men TV show spin off. Mm-hmm. which timeline it's set in I'm not really sure <laughs> yeah, uh, it might be in its own timeline but basically it's these uh, these two kids who everybody discovers that they're mutants basically and they kind of drive them out of town like the, they drive them out of town and then they join the uh, mutant underground mm-hmm. and I think what are we five episodes in six episodes in five episodes in and it's basically just like sh- the, the sentinel services which is the people who hunt down uh the mutants who they who they deem to have like done like illegal like terrorist activities, mm-hmm. it's just kind of showing them versus the mutant underground like the back and forth, and them trying to get away and uh, it follows the kids like uh, also like discovering, uh, their powers and like how far they can how far yeah, they can push they their powers. They work quite well with it. Yeah. Don't know the powers. So like compared for me, this is this is quite a um, uh, conventional TV show. Mm, I wouldn't call this a superhero film. What would, what would you call it? I don't know. Super-powered film. Because mm. they're not really... No, so they're not really superheroes, are they? No, no they're not. Cause, so like, they're, just, they're trying to escape this reality and yeah. go somewhere else so they can live their life like normal human... Well, normal beings. Yeah. So. And, it, and it, for me, it kind of gets down to like why I like, liked X-Men and started watching X-Men in the first place. So it's kind of like a... Basically, kind of like an Xavier versus Magneto sort of. Yeah. So like, there's people who are like we're mutants, we just want to be regular people and we want to live our life. And then you've got other people on the other side saying like, no, you're dangerous, dangerous we need, yeah. you need to be stopped. And it's kind of just like that. Whereas when you compare it to something like Legion, which was very like out there and abstract in a completely yeah. different way, 
Like, I much prefer this TV show this to is, uh, watching Legion. This is really good. I think it's like, very good. Oli, this is, uh, this is one I think you can get on board with as well, you know? Really? Yeah, because yeah. it's... it's it, there is powers. There's a lot of powers in it, but it's not... It's not, it's not really the central thing. Mm. But it is, but it's like they're escaped. They're trying to free themselves of this, this these people who want to entrap them, really. And it's like... So this family, it's based on this family yeah, yeah. to really begin with. And basically, the dad works as a lawyer, prosecutor, prosecutor and he basically against pros- mutants. Against mutants, and then he fe- and then he finds out his children are mutants. Then mm. he wants yeah. to save them, and he takes them to this these people who are mutants, who will then take them to Mexico, where it's okay to be a mutant. Yeah. Okay, see, I do like X Men. Yeah, X Men. Yeah, Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I do like X Men. I think yeah. But. So like out of um, the main characters, who do you, who do you like the best? I really like um, what's his code name? think his name's Thunderbird. The one who's like, who can sense stuff. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's like the best. Strong. I, I like him. I think mean, he's a good actor. They've done, they've done it like split image of what the, co- I'm Thunder. sure of the comic, of no, you know the, the green eye girl? Who yeah. Open the yeah, 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 yeah. She looks exactly like the cartoon, I swear. Really? That's good. Uh, I was like, I, was yeah, like, I, like I know too. exactly who you are when they brought her out. Mm. And I was like, but the thing like, there's, there's like, there's also, as well as like, obviously this superhero element, there's like, kind of like, moral issues with it as well. So like, there was a point where, one of the one of the mutants, her power, she can basically like manipulate people's memories, um, and so she implanted a memory Ooh. into um, Inception. She implanted her own memory into what's the what's the, what's that girl's name? The one with who can I can't remember I can't remember this girl's name, but basically her power her superpower is that she can create portals for people to you know come through them, and she basically she needed to do that to help uh, her team her the rest of her team escape, and, but she couldn't do it because um, she didn't have. Uh, the like emotional capacity yeah to, there was no like trigger open. for yeah. us to yeah. so basically she planted a memory in her brain of uh, a romantic memory of what the guy that she was trying to help so then that spurred her on to be able to open up this thing and uh, and save the, save the team so then it kind of like got to the point where she was like you can't just like even if it was even if I was saving people's lives you can't just uh, enter people's minds and do whatever you want with change, them. Who they are. change who they are so then and another thing which I thought was really really good. So the main Sentinel service officer who's uh, chasing after the mutants, his daughter died four years prior to this series, um, and she was killed by like some sort of mutant riot protest sort of thing. So he's like kind of like hell bent against mutants sort of thing. Yeah. So this girl who can manipulate minds, she goes into his memory and to try and find out find some find out some information. But while she's doing it, she gets interrupted by. Um, the other policeman backing up this guy trying to try and find him because they trapped him at this point. So she wasn't able to like end her manipulation sort of thing. So it was because she was kind of like cut off in the middle. And so we think everything's fine. And this guy like he um, gets bre- gets broken free and he goes back home to his wife and he's forgotten that his daughter's died because that mem- that memory's been like erased from his brain. So like kind of shows like the effect that she had. Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of shows. You got a good. Me, yeah, we're just watching a bit of few fireworks right now because <laughs> it is uh, better than mine, so. yeah, fifth of November and all that. But um, oh god, but yeah, sorry. Back to X Men. So yeah, it kind of shows like this woman she's like manipulated it, but it's kind of all gone wrong. Right. And I re- I really like that little yeah. twist at the end that he like. But she wanted to she wanted to fix it. Yeah, but she didn't have enough. But they had to go, yeah, because yeah. there was like tear gas and stuff like that. And yeah, and the guy like had basically had to be told all over again that his daughter's died. Oh, wow. So I don't know if they're gonna make it so, so like. So could she go back and um, put the, the same memory back in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, right. she can just manipulate it. Yeah. She can 
I think she'd have to know what to put in there. Mm. But yeah. So I'm, I'm, and I'm assuming that this is gonna make. Or do you think? Do you think he'll know that his mind's been manipulated? Probably figure it out when he goes back into the yeah, office. Yeah, so I'm gonna that's gonna make him even more hell bent on uh, finding these mutants. Yeah. If you could, yeah. would you go back and manipulate well, any of your memories? No, no. Get rid of them all. <laughs> no, your memory, your memory shape who you are, isn't it? That makes so. you like a baby. You yeah. learn everything again. Oh, you love yeah. Get that. Being an old, like yeah. a, a twenty-four-year-old no. baby. <laughs> you get that. Nah, I'd keep my memories. But and I tell you what, though, um, cheers, mate. If it depends whether he forgets it every day. That's exactly what I was about to say. If he, if he forget, exactly if every day he forgets his daughter's dead, then he'll be hell bent on. Yeah, that'd be like a memento sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. mad. But yeah, that feel, that's that. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but that I think that TV show is solid. And um, how many series are out? Just first series. This is only five yeah, episodes. Five episodes. Five episodes in. I don't know. Yeah, so it's give it a watch if you if you feel like it. It's on there. Yeah, it's probably true right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, do you want to talk about anything else? We can leave it till next time. Um, yeah, let's leave it. What, 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 what minute time. we on? We're at an hour and 45, to be fair. Yeah, let's leave it. We'll leave yeah, it here. Right, we'll leave it for... Is there a film that we want to choose for everyone to watch? Oh. Orient, I was gonna say, Orient Express. I was going to say, yeah, I want to go watch Murder in the Orient Express because that film looks pretty decent. But I do want to see that. I meant more like... Oh, like a Netflix one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll find one and we can watch yeah, it. We'll, Although, yeah, we'll <laughs> yes, have to Although we haven't... What, we, did we talk about Kidnap? Yeah, they, yeah. You did, didn't you? Very we? briefly. Yeah, no, when you came in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, all, it's, it's rubbish. <laughs> it's rubbish. <Yeah. laughs> I do not recommend that film. It's fucking boring. <laughs> uh. It's literally like... It's like an hour long... Like, the first hour is literally just like a car chase. And it's... I'm literally just like... Oh. didn't run him over. That like, really bugged me. That's what I was thinking. Like, just hit him. And this thing's when... When um, the guy got out of the car and started running... She, she got out of her car. The guy got out of his car. And he started running towards her with a knife. <laughs> so, she, she, breath, really so yeah, he got out of breath after like 10 metres. She got into her car and, and started reversing. Reverse. And I was like, why don't you just get in the car and run this dickhead over and then go get your son? If the, the, the other yeah, one was yeah. there still. But, you know. Oh, Kidnap. Is this the one with... Halle Berry. Halle Berry, oh, yeah. Right. Not exactly a, a James Bond because we were like, no, oh, yes, yeah. to see, you know, like a... <laughs> I yeah. wanted to see uh, that film, but I was, is it not good then? It's not great. Oh, I, think it's, I think it's boring. <laughs> I haven't even finished it yet. I just think it's boring. Oh, no. I tell you what, actually, talking of um, spies and you know, like female leads, that Jennifer Lawrence film, Red Sparrow or Black Sparrow or something. Oh, like yeah, that. that looks decent. That looks I like want to see that. Spy one, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to watch that. Check that out. One day, mm. that's but yeah, okay. Jeez. We'll call it a day there. Obviously, we've got a few things that we can catch up on, but we can all talk about that next week when uh, hopefully Glenn's here and maybe Joe, even though he probably won't be here. So yeah, follow us on Twitter at Your Average Critics. Send us any comments or questions or criticisms or anything like that. Um, follow us on Facebook at Your Average Critics and Instagram at Your Average Critics on SoundCloud, iTunes and all that good stuff. But yeah, see you later. Bye. Peace.